This podcast is brought to you by Barrier Break Solutions Private Limited and Score Foundation. Hi, my name is George Abraham and welcome to Iway Conversations. My guest today is Deepthi Bupaya, the CEO of Go Sports Foundation. So Deepthi, uh, tell me how did you get interested in sports and your involvement with sports? Uh so uh, George, you know I come from this place called Coorg and the two things we are very very good at is really in sport or we are part of the forces and we've grown up seeing a lot of my family members in sport and uh, you know or they, or they join the forces so it's it's something that we do uh, day in and day out from a very very young age my parents uh, you know introduced sport to my sister and me very early on and um, you know so grateful that they did because there was this constant interest to learn the sport and learn the lessons from sport and enjoy sport as well so growing up uh, we played a lot of tennis and uh, you know school also had a lot of different sports um and uh, eventually we took up tennis and basketball played up to the state level and university level and then um, and then uh, like i say life happened <laughs> but uh, till today i think a lot of the life lessons um in terms of uh, just showing up every day not giving up um working in a team uh, accepting failure all of these things i think come a lot more easier uh because uh, of sport and it's been it's played a very very important role in my life so did you get into go sports uh, foundation state out of college or you had something in between Uh, no so when i decided to uh, stop pursuing my sport uh, i i was trying to figure out what to do so i went on to do my uh, mba in symbiosis pune and uh, you know once you get into a b school the only thing you want is a great placement and you want to get placed on day zero so when uh, and banks are typically the ones who give you a great package and they're usually there on day zero and i got picked uh, into hsbc bank uh, at that point of time and uh, i i was with the bank for 6 years i had an incredible 6 years uh, was in three different roles learned a lot in the bank but uh, you know i would have these moments every few months uh, and conversations with my bosses saying uh, i really don't know what i'm doing you know i mean i'm not really impacting too many people's life and i really want to do something larger and bigger and uh, you know i started exploring and that's when i came across uh, go sports uh, when during my research and through common friends and family i got introduced to our trustees um, and uh, after hearing the vision in terms of what they had for go sports i was very very excited and in, intrigued and it was a difficult dis- decision at that point of time i was doing fairly well in the bank uh, i was one of the youngest uh, vice presidents uh, we have fancy designations in the bank but uh, you know to give that a uh, very lucrative career up and get into a completely unknown space a decade ago uh, was a big risk but uh, i'm so glad i took that risk because uh, it's been absolutely worth it so that's when go sports happened to me in 2012 
If you know of anyone with vision impairment who needs guidance on living life with blindness, please share the IVA National Toll Free Helpline number 1800532046. The number is 1800532046. Yeah, before we go any further, can you tell us uh, you talked about the vision of Go Sports? What exactly is the vision of Go Sports and uh, and what actually excited you? So I think every four years, as a country, we wake up and talk about, oh, we don't have medalists, oh, we, you know, we're not good in sport. I don't think we have the ability, or the our body type is not, uh, you know, like that. Uh, people with disabilities cannot play sport. There were so many myths and narratives around the the why we can't do it in sport. And when I met, uh, you know, our trustees, uh, I think the hope in terms of and the belief that as a nation we have immense talent but what is really missing is the the customized and systematic approach to nurture and support talent and i think that's that's really the uh, the the part that excited me and uh, at go sports what we really believe is that uh, you know, for in order to get medals, you have to first increase the base of Olympians and Paralympians, and the medals will be an outcome. But broadly, from a social impact space, I think what we're really excited about is the pursuit of excellence, George, uh, because uh, these young athletes, um, you know, are um, making so many different sacrifices to get to their best level in sport. Our attempt is to smoothen the process, to support them, to guide them, to get them the necessary resources, both financial and non-financial, and really get them to their best potential, which could be an Asian Games, could be a Commonwealth, and ultimately the Olympics and the Paralympics. So our attempt is really enabling sports excellence. And uh, one of the things, uh, you know, which we believe at the foundation, and this is something which is there in all our collateral is, um, we are what we repeatedly do. Excellence then is not an act, but a habit. So we really believe that uh, if you want to pursue excellence, it's a difficult route, it's a difficult path, but you need, if you have the right team, you can make it. And eventually we believe each of these athletes who go on to do well, eventually are role models for the country, for the youngsters, for everybody else. And they create so much hope. I mean, in a pandemic year, the entire nation came together cheering for our Olympians and Paralympians in um, you know, 2021. So it was really exciting to see the power of sport and how it brings people together. So that's what we really do at Go Sports, George. Uh, that sounds very interesting. And the whole idea of uh, uh, making excellence a habit is an interesting uh, concept. Uh, so um, conceptually, it sounds fascinating. Uh, what is the kind of strategy or process that you follow in terms of uh, uh, executing this vision into reality? Yeah. So we are 13 years old. We've just become a teenager. Yeah. And our initial years, uh, you know, were really about uh, going to individuals and, you know, doing very small sort of interventions for athletes, buying them shoes or getting them equipment and really trying to 
continue to play sport but as we grew we realized that uh, you know we we will create a proper structure and we started something called as the go sports scholarships where athletes can apply for our scholarships and they go through a process of shortlist and then we decide who we can work with depending on our budget depending on uh, what our understanding of that sport based on the experts we have access to uh, domestically and internationally and then we you know we started our scholarships in 2012 uh, with uh, about uh, 20 athletes when we started and uh, that has grown and today we give out scholarships to 135 athletes and um, you know it's it's across six athlete development programs uh, we are very very fortunate to have uh, uh, rahul dravid and pulela gopichand on our advisory board abhinav bindra was also there till 2017 till he started his own foundation so we've really been guided by these legends in terms of what a young athlete pathway should look like and what is the support system they need so it's been quite fascinating for us to really go beyond basic money but really get into high performance get into biomechanics get into sleep cycles get into uh, monitoring um, you know all kinds of aspects regards to blood works nutrition um, and and really give them what a world class athlete gets and then see whether our athletes can make it or not and it's really heartening to see uh, the number of uh, athletes from india who've gone on to do so well at an international level and uh, i think it's a proof of concept every time that happens that uh, we're on the right track and with a with, with support the right guidance and the right team athletes can get to the highest level in sport so that's how we run our projects and execute it at a at a at a team level uh, we have uh, uh, about 20 members currently in our team uh, it's we have a partnerships team who's constantly attempting to raise funds and manage our existing donors and we have our program team uh, who's the heart of the foundation as well in, along with the athletes in terms of managing these athletes and we have athlete managers who work with you know each of our athletes so it's a team uh, it's a structure that we've built over a period of time and uh, you know we've seen the uh, success to the extent that even um, the the sports ministry has uh, you know had started a scheme called a called as the target olympic podium scheme the top scheme and the entire model of uh, the structure you know of athlete managers of uh, relationship managers and how uh, monitoring happens was all uh, you know very similar to what we did at go sports so it, it it was really nice and for a social impact organization we will not be able to give the scale it requires and when the government adopts your processes or systems um, you know it's it's probably one of the most heartening feelings because you know you've got something right which can benefit the larger audience uh, deepthi uh, could you tell us uh, about some of the success stories of uh, go sports you're 13 years old i'm sure there are stars now that you can talk about yes uh, so um, at the olympics we've obviously had uh, about 12 of our athletes who went for the tokyo olympics we had a lot of india's first that happened we had india's first fencer bhavani devi who went in we had india's first female sailor uh, you know netra who 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 went in this time we had uh, uh, the shot, uh, we had the badminton players three three boys saipraneet uh, chirag satvik who were part of the team anjum who was a shooter 
Kidambi Shrikant, who very recently won uh, the World Championship medal as well. Um, so, you know, all of this has taken many, many, many years for us. Uh, in fact, uh, Kidambi Shrikant, uh, it's a beautiful story uh, because uh, when we picked him up, he was somewhere in the top 200 in the world. And all he wanted was, I want to play competitions and I know I can get to the top of this game. And uh, six years later, he was world number one. And uh, it was a really exciting journey, both for him and the foundation, to really try and understand what it takes to make a world-class athlete and to become world number one. And along with that, we also work with athletes with disability. So we had a lot of the, um, at, at the Rio Paralympics, which I was very fortunate to be there on ground. We Out of the 19 athletes who qualified, 11 were supported by the foundation. Three of the medalists, uh, which include Deepa Malik, Devendra Jhajaria and Varun Bhatti, were all supported by the foundation. This time, uh, you know, we had uh, 21 athletes out of the 54 who were supported through our para-champions program. And... Uh, George, you also have played a very crucial role in that program by helping us shortlist and select our athletes. So thank you very much. Uh, you know, this time we actually had uh, the four gold medalists from that cohort. So it has been really gratifying and heartening and satisfying in every possible way. Uh, Deepthi, I'd be kind of interested in knowing, and I'm sure the audience also would be interested in knowing, you know, athletes with disability are not really talked about or thought of. And that was the case till very recent. What actually was the thinking or the inspiration behind Go Sports Foundation actually looking at athletes with disability? So as an organization, we've always thought about inclusivity. So even when we started in 2008, we looked at both athletes with uh, disability as well as able-bodied athletes. So right from the start, we have always worked with athletes. Uh, and for us, in our mind, it has always been, uh, you know, the Paralympics is the parallel of the Olympics, which just happens at the same place three weeks later with some modifications for infrastructure accessibility. So why can't Indians do well at the global stage at the Olympics and Paralympics? And when we started, uh, I think a lot of the medals that happened till 2000. Uh, uh, 12 was all despite the system there was no real structure per se in the Paralympic space and our attempt was to really change that narrative because uh, athletes with disabilities was always looked at as more from a sympathy standpoint rather than you know oh we, we must do this for them rather than giving them a platform to excel so I think for us it was um, you know, thanks to our board members, our steering committee members, our trustees, uh, we were able to take that call and we actually conceptualized something called as a para-champions program. None of what we do, George, is possible without funding and finding partners who believe in our vision. So very, very grateful to uh, our partners like Aditya Birla Capital, uh, Indusind Bank, Sony Pictures, you know, who actually came on board at the very start of these concepts and believed in nation building through sport. And that's really uh, been a game changer for us because we were able to really take our concepts and showcase it to these, uh, you know, uh, um, corporates get the leadership team to buy into our idea and then, you know, support these programs. And I think the best thing that happened 
for Indian sport was CSR, the Corporate Social Responsibility Mandate. Uh, India is one of the first countries in the world where it is mandated to, to, to you know, actually spend the CSR funding. And uh, also uh, the fact that sport got included under one of the categories under Schedule 7, which is training towards Olympic and Paralympic and rural sports. And when that happened, there was no reason not to go all out and create a separate project for athletes with disabilities, really understand their challenges, pick up the talent and in a four year in an eight year cycle we've already seen the you know the base triple not just double but triple and i'm sure if the momentum can continue at paris which is 3 years away we were 54 athletes uh, at the paralympics uh, who qualified we may have close to 80 to 100 if all goes well uh, because that's the kind of momentum that's the kind of awareness that has been created so when we look back Medal is one of our outcomes. We're not chasing the medals. We're cha chasing the narratives. We're cha chasing uh, all the possible things that people are saying this is not possible. And we're really uh, fighting those battles. And once it gets to a stage, I think today the Paralympic Committee of India, the Sports uh, Authority of India, the Ministry of Youth Affairs and Sports, everybody is working together. All of us, the federations, we're all working together. And a large part of the success at Tokyo has been because of collaboration and uh, uh, you know keeping the athlete at the center of all our decisions, irrespective of whether they're an able-bodied athlete or an athlete with disability. So I think that uh, change in perception uh, has been really special to see. Uh, disability is a diverse space. And, uh, you know, today, according to the government of India, there are 21 disabilities that have been recognized. Uh, till very recently, till 2016, in fact, uh, people talked about seven disabilities. Uh, so when you actually uh, look at identifying and promoting uh, athletes with disability, each disability requires a certain amount of speciali specialization. So where do you get this specialized inputs to actually uh, facilitate uh, athletes with disability to go on further in their quest for glory? So our initial years were really difficult in terms of finding the right experts, the physios, the trainers, really trying to see, uh, you know, how can we work with athletes with disability? We are very, very fortunate to have John Gloucester, who's our head of sports science, somebody who's, uh, you know, worked with the Indian cricket team, who has international exposure experience, has worked with athletes with disability in the past, who helped us create an entire ecosystem in terms of, uh, you know, how we should be working with uh, athletes, what are the guidelines we need to follow uh, what are the elements that we can actually participate in? And if you look at the Paralympics, they're very clear on the kind of events that they have. And we have the Paralympic Committee of India uh, registered, who is the national body to take these decisions on the events. And broadly, they uh, take part in uh, certain categories of uh, para sports. So whether it is uh, power, para powerlifting, athletics, badminton, para badminton and parachuting, right? So these are their broad categories under which, uh, you know, the events that we can take part in. So we followed the similar metrics and then we went about doing it from there. So it was interesting uh, initially to choose the sports and get the sports. But what we've really seen is 
all the role models that have come out, all the previous medalists or athletes who have qualified, I think they have created such a huge interest from uh, so many people uh, with disabilities who now believe that they can also create an identity for themselves. They can also be healthy. They can also push their limits and they can get to the best in the world. So I think uh, for us, it is it has been a long journey. We're still learning. We're still trying to explore all the possibilities that is available globally. How do you bring in global expertise back into India? Uh, and I think a lot of partnerships are, uh, you know, key for something like this to really get to the next level. Deepthi, as you know, uh, we as an organization at SCORE Foundation focus on uh, people who are visually impaired. Uh, tell me uh, a little bit about uh, the kind of work that you've done with athletes who are blind. So we currently work with about four athletes with disabilities. Uh, you know, they have guide, three of them have guide runners. So we have to work with them as a team. Uh, you know, the guide runner has to match and it's like a relationship, right? They both have to work together. They both have to be talking to each other. Uh, you have someone like an Ankur Dhamma, uh, who's also, you know, supported uh, in his early days from, from your organization as well. Uh, he went on to the Asian Games. Uh, he's a medalist there. He's also, he went in, uh, went in for the Rio Paralympics. It was heartbreaking because his guide runner fell down over there. And, you know, uh, uh, that was one of my you know, most heartbreaking moments in sport that I have seen, you know, because for that three, four seconds, uh, when you lose your guide runner, uh, you know, the emotions that were probably going through in his mind and the guide run runner's mind, but they completed the race. Uh, but, you know, that that particular moment. So there's so many nuances uh, to, to be learned uh, in terms of how to run, what to run, the sounds that are allowed, what kind of equipment that needs to be used, how do they train? The training process is quite an interesting process. How do you keep them fit? Uh, a lot of listening, a lot of uh, different conversations need to happen, their nutrition, their mental conditioning. So there's a whole range of uh, elements that we as an organization add in to take them to the next level in their performance. So for us, um, yes, every athlete, each and every athlete amongst the 135 have individual curated programs. So there is no generic program for everyone. So because even if you're talking about a, a runner, uh, their body type, their requirements, their strength, their nutrition program is very different from another athlete who's also a runner. Uh, even if in the same category, but needs complete set of different set of interventions. So we're still learning on the job, a uh, long way to go. It might be interesting for you to kind of uh, on, on this uh, show, talk about uh, various events globally that uh, visually impaired athletes actually uh, participate in. Right now, athletics is the number one event. But, uh, you know, if you look at in athletics, there are different types of, uh, uh, you know, events over there uh, that athletes can uh, participate in. But like I said, we are at a very, very, uh, even globally, the number of uh, visually impaired athletes are very low. And then, you know, we were also trying to understand why is this low? Uh, the reason that came out is that socially, uh, the uh, visually impaired individuals have a lot more opportunities than other people with disability. 
uh, I don't know if that data is right or, or you know or accurate, but it was interesting to see that a lot of people with who are visually impaired actually have gone on to study, got educated, and then gone on to do other things. Uh, but if you look at athletics, for example, there are categories like T11, T12, T13, F11, F12, F13. You have uh, uh, you have uh, when you run with a guide, it's called T11. There are cycling events. There's equestrian. There's football five aside. There's goalball, there's judo, there's rowing, um, there is sailing, uh, there is swimming, uh, you know, swimming is also there. So there are all these categories and, uh, you know, the, it's it's growing day in and, you know, every year we are seeing a lot more people uh, come in. But as of now, the visually impaired participation from India is pretty low. And uh, it's an interesting point that you've brought out. Definitely something to work together and see how we can introduce more visually impaired athletes into the uh, events and, you know, get them into understanding what it takes. To support our work with the blind and visually impaired, you can visit the donate page on our website www.scorefoundation.org.in in. Please note www.scorefoundation.org.in Finally, I'd just like to ask you, there would be a number of uh, people with vision impairment who probably would be listening to this program. Also, organizations uh, working with people who are visually impaired who probably would listen to this chat. Yeah. Uh, I would like you to share as to how do you actually access uh, athletes uh, for your programs, number one. Number two, if there are athletes who want to become part of your program, how do they actually get in touch? So uh, we actually have a scholarship uh, process. So athletes apply for our scholarship. Uh, you know, it we just closed our application process about two weeks ago. Uh, we we have actually received about uh, 200 odd applications just from athletes with disabilities. We now need to break down and see what are the different types of disability applications that we've received. But it was very interesting and heartening to see that number go up for us. Um, so anybody who's interested, who wants to participate, who wants to take part in these events, uh, there is a registration that needs to be done with the Paralympic Committee of India. So you need to first get registered and then there is a classification that has to happen. Now, unfortunately, that classification does not happen in India. We don't have our own classifiers. So for you to get classified, you may need to travel for an event internationally and get your classification. That is based on the medical testing and assessments. They will give you that a category that you fall under and where you need to participate in. So that is the first step that anybody uh, with a disability will have to take. You have to first get registered under the Paralympic Committee of India, and then you have to get your classification done. So when these two things happen, post that you can apply for a scholarship because that is a very bare uh, requisite for you to start participating at 
uh, even state level and then national level events so once once you are able to do that definitely you can apply for our scholarship and even if you are not sure about the process you want to know how to go about it we are more than happy our entire team would be more than happy to guide anybody who's interested and who wants access or connections or networks to get this whole process done for them we've done it for many many athletes in the past and we're more than happy to help anybody else who wants to explore the world of sport so is there any uh, email id or telephone number or a website yes. where people could connect with you yeah so our uh, website is www.gosports.in um it over there also we have our scholarship application link you can go directly there and apply you can also write to us at foundation@gosports.in and you can also write to me uh, deepthi bopaya at gosports.in so you can reach out to any of us and we'd be more than happy to uh, see how we can smooth in this process for you to get into sport and eventually do really well in sport lovely lovely wonderful speaking with you uh, deepthi and i think uh, what go sports foundation is doing is something which a lot of uh, people with disability would have actually dreamt of maybe a, uh, a couple of decades ago yeah. so take care and uh, keep the good work going thank you so much thank you for having me lovely speaking to you i wish ye roshni ka karwa This podcast was brought to you by Barrier Break Solutions Private Limited and Score Foundation. Yeah, Roshni, 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 Roshni,